my fellow Americans, it's your newly elected boy, Sway, from MTV News, and America is back for episode 110 of Knifey Lion Radio. My name is Jonah, enthusiastic hater of Donald Trump and alienator of most of our right-leaning listeners. Joining me tonight, it's the not thrilled with him, but Trump is gone, so that's good instigator, Zach. Good day. Also joining us, it's the don't talk to me about politics unless I'm drunk in the hot tub, Nick from soccer. Greetings. Tonight, FCC played their last game of the year, a 2-1 slugfest in a hurricane. It's also my birthday, and most importantly, the bad man lost. That means the podcast is not ending. Sorry, folks, but tonight is the season finale of KLR, but not the series finale. I should mention, if you voted correctly, you get the life-saving access you need. The immunization in the John Hark's Game of Wonders. Operation Warp Speed Podcast. To those who I have lost along the way, I say to you this. You guys ready? Again, oh well, <laughs> it's probably annoying to listen expecting more of our next level headlines and fake interviews with Charlie Hatch, only to end up with me threatening to nuke the podcast for political purposes. But such is life. <sighs> this fucking abhorrent sack of shit has cast a dark shadow over everything in this country for four years. FCC hasn't played a game in front of home fans for this whole year due to a virus that's killed a quarter of a million people and the president doesn't give a shit. Not about FCC, but the virus. He's probably stoked on FC. So yes, if that is annoying to you, I don't give a fuck. We're living through a nightmare and the leader of the country has only made it worse. Now he's leaving and it's fucking fantastic. I hope them drag him out with a they hope they hope they drag him out with a finger fish hook in his cheek as he rips sad farts. If you want to hitch your wagon to a vile racist rather than some baller-ass podcast, be my guest. So anyways, Nick, how you feeling Sunday night? We got a new president, bitch. (laughs) Really something, isn't it? It wasn't looking too good at first, but uh, it panned out. (laughs) Did never had a doubt. Uh, Zach, what was it Tuesday night? I was up till about three in the morning. I went through all the emotions. You were somehow more positive than I. Look at us now. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Did you cry? They took that joy away, didn't they? You know, there's the they really dragged it out to the point where it's like, oh, is he gonna win? And then it was like, I think he's gonna win for the last like three days with them not uh calling it, but I did feel an immense sense of relief. How about you, Zach? Did you feel anything? Do you, are you capable of emotions? <laughs> I am. Um, I mean, I think I'm uh, I'm on the verge at all times right now. It's, <laughs> it's been a stressful week, but uh, I think it was day two. There was a headline somewhere. Um, a Nick headline? That he, was, that he was on the verge, <laughs> even though, you know, on the verge. And uh, that got me there. And, uh, yeah, just a lot of relief. I'm living my personal, it's not, I won't call it a nightmare, but a COVID bad dream right now. And I blame him. I blame Trump for it. So, uh, <laughs> feeling a little better. <laughs> I, was, I don't fucking know. I lost, I had a bad, uh, I was trying to think, um, freshman president on <laughs> the verge. It's like, wait, no, it's the verb. <laughs> for the life of me, Nick. 
I cannot remember. I used to think that he'd be better, but he never pivoted. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just woke up. <laughs> Nick, you said you were planning on voting. Did you ever get around to it? Yes, I did. I, I went on election day. Like I said last time, it's like right down the street from my house. So, um, yeah, there's, it was really easy access. Walked in, voted, and and got out. So, that's you how it went. remember the days when we were a swing state around these parts? I, <laughs> I do, I do. And uh, those days apparently are gone. Um, so many fucking Trump lovers in the state of Ohio, apparently. So, we suck. Uh, Zach, do you think these other countries are getting too much love now? Everyone's like, oh God, thank you, Georgia. It's like, hey, <laughs> I voted the right way. I can't help where I live. It's like if you're a Democrat in Montana, you're like, I'm doing my best, but what does it matter? Uh, states, you mean, I assume. Sure, I don't know what I said. But. <laughs> well, it's funny you bring that up. I don't mean to, to interrupt you, Zach, but I saw a tweet from a right-wing Trump supporter that said, how can Georgia have that many voters when there's only they only have a population of like 3 million people? And he was looking at the fucking country of Georgia. <laughs> He wasn't the first, and, and he certainly won't be the last. Yeah, and, and, so, and somebody was like, uh, you're looking at the country of Georgia, and he, and he replied, Georgia's not a country. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the funnest part of all of this, is just looking at the fallout right now, so. Whatever. Um, I mean, it's all fun. It's all fun to me. Uh, it's unfortunate about the Senate and that stuff, but people were already getting a little too down about... Um, Democrats not winning the Senate. I was like, can I just enjoy one thing, like not having to think about this guy for four years straight? And I was like looking at the last pictures from the last election day. My children were so small. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I don't mean this, but like my kids have let, lived through mostly just a uh, Trump presidency and it didn't affect them at all. Let's be real. But <laughs> just in general, it's like, oh, and well, they're living through this fucking pandemic yeah, yeah, yeah. that he didn't control so more, it's affected them more they're um, uh, unaware of what's affected them I mean I've been smothered and super left I don't know what everyone's selling celebrating it's gonna be four years of neoliberalism neo and uh, veiled racism instead of blatant I'm like well it's not a. It's not really two sides of the same coin. We would have had four years of a fucking unhinged Stephen Miller, and uh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> no one needs to live through. So, uh. yeah, I was in a bad way on uh, Tuesday night because that's what I started thinking of. I was like, oh, okay, well now <laughs> he was totally unchecked before, but somehow he's even more unchecked now, and I, I just couldn't contemplate what uh former years would look like and on just like the sucking of all of the energy for everything it just takes up all the oxygen for everything life liberty and the pursuit of soccer it's just uh just having that weight lifted off my shoulders feels great and uh i keep t telling you guys about those tweets about how i've lost uh a decent amount of followers in the past week because i was just like tweeting you know obviously anti-Trump stuff in the past week and I don't and I'm not gonna lose any sleep about it because uh, what was I at 1200 something followers and um without revealing the numbers of listeners of the podcast uh 
They weren't all listeners to the podcast, so I mean, <laughs> fuck. And my my best tweets, like a really good tweet of mine, what's gonna have like sixty likes? So what were the rest of the other fucking eleven hundred whatever people doing? You're not liking my tweets anyway, so get the fuck out of the way. You're not helping my impressions. I mean, I love having a solid ratio, you know, I of followers to people I follow. But at the end of the day, if you're you know if you're not part of the solution, and right now I'm talking about my impressions, not about. Uh, Politically, if you're not part of the solution, like my tweets, then get out of the way. So it was nice to weed out a few, but uh, Zach, how do you feel about alienating people who probably don't even listen to the podcast? Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody listens. I <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. alienate all of them. I wish they'd all just get fucked. I um, feel like <laughs> the, the listener numbers by now, I think we've got it down to people who are pretty much in our echo chamber. I don't think we, <laughs> and that's fine with me. I don't think we have uh, many left who are like, "Whoa, hey guys, give Trump another chance." Yeah. And if we do, is it not narrowed them. down to our season ticket group? <laughs> Maybe these last two episodes, but beyond that, uh, Nick, how do you feel? You know, I was threatening, and it wasn't an empty threat. I was definitely, especially Tuesday night. Um, Mary wanted me to say that she was secretly rooting for Trump because she knew it meant the end of the podcast. So I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Mary's a secret mega when it helps her the best. But Nick, are you glad that at the end of the day, podcast <laughs> the podcast remains? The podcast lives on. I, I think what people need to understand is that under normal circumstances, like the podcast probably wouldn't be political. But under these circumstances with Trump... Like, you're a misforce to. Like, you can't ignore the blatant lies, the greed. I mean, it's almost like if you don't acknowledge it, it just you just feel like a fake individual because it's so in your face and abrasive. But, like, you know, I mean, like, going forward, I mean, this podcast will be around for another four or five administrations probably. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's probably not going to be as, uh, you know, in your face with our political views. But, goddamn, how can you not say anything with this guy? And it really hits close to home because our own Meg Whitman is on the uh, short list to be part of Biden's <laughs> cabinet. Um, all I can say is just focus on the team, Megan. You know? <laughs> I don't know. When she puts her energy into something, it's gone in a quibby. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> Am I right? Uh, but what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I mean, and to be honest... We didn't really talk about politics that much on this. It was always revolved around mostly Zach, like ripping on Carl Lindner or something for being attached to Trump. But it's like this wasn't the political hour every week. It's just the team is just so. <laughs> First of all, I mean, the election was a huge deal to everybody out in the world. But also, what do you want us to talk? There was nothing else to talk about. This team has been so horrible. And mixed with that, the pandemic. And now you're mixing this election. It's like. Come on, guys. What what happened out there against uh, Sporting KC? Out our back line, look, it's like, who gives a fuck? And the fact is, we actually, like, talked about, like, last week, the episode, there was, like, a half hour of soccer talk somehow. And I don't remember a single thing that happened last week at Word. all. I was scrolling through Twitter on, um, after they called Pennsylvania, and there's fucking Alexi Lawless arguing VAR. <laughs> For like an hour, like back and forth. I'm like, geez, how? How do people do that? I saw, I don't know how I saw it, but uh, election night, Larry the Cable Guy had some joke. 
literally nothing to do with politics at all. And I was like, Larry the Cable Guy, look at you. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, man? I kind of want to find it now. When was election day? The third? Mm hmm. Okay, I think I can find it. Was it was more like an election window. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> right? Right? Sure. A couple days? A couple days there? Um. There's a. I don't. Uh, wow, this is. Just found out. Quibi, Quibi's shutting down. A sad day for the five people who knew what it was and watched it. <laughs> that's. <laughs> that's just like a statement. That's not even a joke. <laughs> there was a. There was a great Quibi show called Aqua Donkeys. I'd try and find those online. I were all of you. Yeah, it's kind of enjoyable that like the most obvious thing that everyone was like, well, this is going to fail. <laughs> I mean, obviously people say that a lot about stuff and they're wrong, but this one where everyone was like, oh, there's no way that's going to work. And then when it does and everyone just like looks at each other like, yeah, <laughs> we fucking called that. Hell yeah. By the way, worst part about Halloween is hearing my wife for the next four days yell, stop sneaking that candy. It really embarrasses me in front of the kids. Larry, <laughs> slow down. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's funny in his voice. Uh, but speaking of losing followers, I finally found a website that shows me uh, the followers that I lost. And uh, it's probably like putting some malware on my computer or something horrible, but it's worth it for these. And it it doesn't say the dates exactly, so if I kept going back, it might be people who just left because they don't like me in general. But uh, I got some names. Zach, do you think I should uh, list off these names real quick of some of the people? Yeah, in, yeah, I'm curious. In case yeah. there is... I tell you what, if you unfollowed me and you're still listening to the podcast, what is wrong with you? Uh, I've seen a few people who are who are uh, left leaning, so they just don't like my vibe. I guess I wasn't even tweeting that much, and I was thinking of normally there was so much meme or I've I've tweeted out some stuff eventually, but there was so much meme or the material out there for me to make, and I just didn't have it in me because I was still on pins and needles. But uh, let's see who we got here, uh, Mr. B. AKA at Irish 3171990, as we remember. Speaking of Irish, Zach, Notre Dame knocks off Clemson, the number one team in the nation, and proceeds to have a super spreader at the 50 yard line. What a yeah, look. Made, a, made it pretty hard to enjoy. Um, <laughs> Nick, did you see any of the shots at the end of the Notre Dame game? Oh, yeah. They're just piling on the field, and good God, just the, the, the transmission of COVID <laughs> between everybody. It was pretty ridiculous. Uh, as a Notre Dame fan, it was unfortunate, but like, as someone who's not a fan of probably most of the people who were on that field, that's <laughs> funny. Uh, Corey Schneider. Corey, we've been through so much, possibly. Don't know when you followed me, but uh, hate to see you go. Steven Money. Looks like uh, deflation on your currency. Bitch. <laughs> see you later. Oh, uh, Dylan Schultes. You thought you were cool. Turns out you're not. Jeff Ledford. Jeff Ledford. Nick, any thoughts about Jeff Ledford spelled Geoff? Oh, he's one of those. G-E-O-F-F. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get fucked. Absolutely. Zach, you're, this one's gonna hurt you. Bryant Yusuf. Oh, no. <laughs> I heard this. Um, he was just down at the courthouse. He's changing his name to Bryant Useless. <laughs> like he's at the courthouse. Jeff Meyer. Jeff, I think I saw you at the painting night. And now you unfollow me? 
He's the one who painted that giant flag. Do you remember I pointed out that I was like, this kind of looks like a Nazi flag. <laughs> remember that giant one? It was like white and it was like a cross in the middle. You remember what I'm talking about? No. Well, I was a little Third Reichish, but I think it was an accident. Uh, Jill, <laughs> Fiel Jill Fielko. More like Jill Feel Bad. Because she unfollowed me. <laughs> Ashley Miller. Let me guess, you voted for Trump. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. Uh, Darren, oh, of course. I know you hate me. Peace. Uh, Jonathan Hudnall. Nick. Mm -hmm. That seems ripe for a pun. Hudnall. <laughs> is, is there a Bofa in there? I have no idea what you're talking about. Go for it, man. <laughs> Zach, do you know about... There's something else like Bofa I saw someone use. It was like Pinch. Do you know what I'm talking pinch about? these nuts? Yeah, that's what I don't know, like, and everyone in the replies was, like, laughing because a congressman was like, what's pinch? And so everyone was like, ah -ha! I was like, oh, I want in. <laughs> How do I even Google it? Bofa, but different? <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> I tried. Oh, Bofa's good, though. Joe Moreau, spelled M-A-R-O-T. What are you, French? Jonah, do you like the, uh... <laughs> Sorry, like the band Imagine Dragons? <laughs> What's this? this is a trick question. Uh, you're thinking about it though. That that's an answer just come right out of your mouth. I obviously don't, but I'm afraid that I'm like walking into some kind of trap. You know, I was just asleep, so this is hard for me. Why, Zach? Why do you ask? Imagine Dragon D's nuts on your chin or something like that. I forget. I forget the joke. Joe Moreau, 21. Why are you still hanging on from those high school sports days? You fucking loser. What are you, Nick? Am I right, Nick? Uh, Sours, right. what the fuck, bro? You're in DI, you unfollowed me. I don't know if it was because of Trump. You seem like you wouldn't be. Uh, but we've schooled you on the pitch down at Gotham. Andy Maidlow. Well, guess what? This podcast is Andy Made. Hi. Don't need you. Joe Goodwin, 1373. <laughs> Let me guess. You're a bitch, too. <laughs> Only got two more, Nick. Relax. Uh, David Steely. More like David Steely. Damn. Zach? Yeah. David Steely. Damn. Looks like I David. was a fool to, to <laughs> David do his dirty work. Steely. Right? <laughs> Kim McCarthy. Oh, man. Stop the Steely joke. <laughs> I'm laughing at Zach's joke. Not Steely. Damn. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. David Steely, damn. Uh, Kim McCarthy, your Twitter handle is BMAC's mom. Hey, BMAC. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bye, haters. Uh, I saw there's already Republicans on TV like, it's up to the Democrats now that they're in power. They need to reach across the aisle to the Republicans. And I'm just like, fuck you. What the fuck, man? We've had this. We're not even in office yet. And they're all like, hey, they owe us. It's like, you guys are fucking pieces of shit. It's like, in those moderate, who else? Like, I saw an article. It's like Republicans coming out telling Trump to accept. Uh, election results. I was like, wow, let me guess who these fucking are. And I looked it up, of course. It was like, Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, Will Hurd, this other fucking random guy. That was it. <laughs> it was the same fucking band of half-steppers who always come out and they're like, hey, look, some Republicans are even turning on him. Like, who? Mitt Romney? 
yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> the only one. Just mint. But uh, Zach, I just read a headline. Not the onion, by the way. It says, <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and find this any second now. Uh, Trump plans to hold rally brandishing obituaries of people who <laughs> he claims voted. <laughs> He's going to have some more rallies. This election just can't end. <laughs> I fucking love it. President Trump points to brandish obituaries of people who supposedly voted but are dead, plus hold campaign-style rallies in an effort to prolong his fight against insurmountable election <laughs> results. Four <laughs> Trump advisors tell me, Zach, I know you don't want to be in a super spreader, but I'm telling you what, if one of these Trump obituary rallies comes to town, would you be interested? <laughs> Thinking about it? I was, try <laughs> I was trying to think of a joke where... Use obitu Harry. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing comes to mind but the punchline. I'll tell you what, some of these militia members. <laughs> obitu Harry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Got him. Uh, it's like, shouldn't the They're, Democrats care about these, <laughs> these voting irregularities? They're pinched these no. nuts. Yeah, pinched, pinched. Yeah. I gotta figure out how to search for that. It's just one of the, it's like brand new, the band. It's like, it's just Google proof. Um, but yeah, that was that. And in the shadow of all that looming was tonight's <laughs> season finale in Miami. Um, Zach, do you want to discuss your current, before I move on the game, your current COVID predicament? You're really knee deep in it. Move over, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> move over who? Nick, remember um, he had that thing where his kids were positive and he just pretended they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> and you called his test useless. <laughs> that was like fifty episodes ago. I don't know. What's going um, on in your world, Zach? Before we was get that I don't maybe, maybe that's the one I didn't listen to. Um <laughs> You were on it. <laughs> um yeah, Eli's mom's whole household is COVID positive and symptomatic and can't taste and uh he was the only one feeling good, so I went and snatched him out of there because no one could take care of him and uh, exposed myself. So now I can't work. Um, he can't go to school. And um, we're just stuck here waiting it out. And the doctors have told us not to retest because the false negative is about 50% of the time almost if you're asymptomatic. Mm. And uh, we have to quarantine 14 days regardless. But then um, his mom's quarantine starts when her mom's <laughs> symptoms stop. Because um, that'll be her last exposure to a positive person with symptoms. And uh, <laughs> that hasn't started yet. So um, he's going to be with I'll just be me, and the, me and the boy <laughs> here for a long time. Um Today I watched him stand on our back deck looking two yards over and his friends playing outside together while he wept. It's <laughs> <Wow. laughs> pretty fucking brutal. Uh, should have had another one. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also, we should stress, his uh, his mom's side of the family doesn't have it. You, they just, they're corona positive, right? Like, they just support... Yeah, they're pro Corona. <laughs> they don't have the virus. Oh, hell yeah. So stupid. Um, 
like I, like I'm not pro-abortion. I just like that it's okay. Anyways, well, it was my birthday today. We went over to Mom's house. We were eating on the back deck, and uh, you know it gets dark early, and Avery and Arlo are running around, annoying me. And I'm just like, stop, stop running around, stop running around. And eventually, I'd like grab him. I'm like, stop. And he goes to run inside, uh, you know, on the back porch at Mom's, and the screen is in. He goes full speed, face first <laughs> into the screen. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was totally heartless. I was just like, what do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> I mean, that, I was, he's like, I didn't know it was close. Was like, I could tell. No one could have run that hard full speed. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen one of those like in a non-America's Funniest Home video. Like, I don't know the last time I've seen someone run like full speed into. I mean, I'm glad it wasn't glass, but man, he smacked that shit so hard. And uh, you know, I'm recovering from a migraine. I'm just like. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. I mean, I've had a headache for about, I don't know, 17 days now. Um, nice. So I'm never feeling good. Um, I was COVID negative. Who the fuck knows? Um, my head was going to explode today. About three days ago, Eli started talking with a lisp about 70% of the time, like a baby. And uh, <laughs> he can't seem to stop. And I'm like, grabbing him by the shirt like you have to stop this or you're never going to be able to stop day 36 can i have something to drink i'm like what (laughs) who are you you spoke clearly last week ribby's making up his own friends lisp guy has entered the building (laughs) this is my imaginary friend lisp guy (laughs) he needs some fucking water uh, I should link you to the I, I did the impersonation last week but you guys never watched it so it wasn't funny but of the food ranger videos the Canadian guy we've been just watching so many and uh, I use it all the time so maybe Eli could do that when he's like check it out guys we're here in Malaysia and they've got the spiciest but then he'll say it's kind of like Randy Jackson when he's like critiquing somebody on American Idol and would just like say the obvious thing that he saw He'd be like, you're covering the pretenders. And he'd be like, oh, you got that whole pretenders vibe going on. I was like, yeah, that's the name of the band who played it. But it'd be like, oh, they're pouring the sauce right on top of the noodles. Like, as opposed to what, man? The floor. But I love them anyway. So, uh, Food Ranger. Check them out, guys. I'm going to keep bringing it up. This is the last episode's season finale, so you got to go on top. Nick. They were uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. constantly singing pretender songs on American Idol, weren't they? Uh, do you remember Pia Toscano hitting the Celine Dion version of I'll Stand By You? I'll Stand By You! Oof. I liked her. Really hit those high notes. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with Pia, that's for sure. Um, Nick, things are falling apart in the Kalina world, but what's going on in Thompson land? You're child free. Bottle of lotion I can see on your video screen right next to you. <laughs> No, Home Alone, Oculus, <laughs> Oculus ripping one out. It's so real, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, n- not a whole lot going on. I uh, I went camping last night. I did do that. Um, and uh, yeah, loaded down with homework, trying to get through it all. And uh, yeah, nothing nothing crazy to to report. Pandemic's over. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Season finale. Absolutely. It would have been, uh, I, I want to hear the alternate version of this podcast where Tuesday night went how I thought it was going. And this was our last episode ever. 
<laughs> and everything's the same, except I'm not laughing as much. But I'm just glad that's not the case. But uh, there was a game tonight. The final game of the season. They played uh, Miami. We got a new guy. That would be in the in or out segment if I did that. Um, what's his name? Kova's... Nick, what's his last... What's, what's the new guy's name? <laughs> Milosevic? Absolutely oh, not. Thank you. No, that's right. Kovacevic. 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 Um, he was out there and, uh, you know... Who, how many of these people is going to be their last game ever? We know one. It's probably Kendall Waston. You guys see Alan Cruz had a goodbye message for the mm. last two years to Kendall. Zach, if this is end of the Kendall era, you going to miss him? No, I'm not really um, married to anybody. No. I can't think of who I would be. like. Frankie, I think, maybe be the only one that would make me sad. Even though I'd probably ship him off, too. I think I'd be sad about Deplon just because we never like, we never hooked up. Like I, you know, that sounds weird. But I Instagrammed him. I said, "Hey, I'm the guy <laughs> with the song." He was like, oh, "I love, oh, I love the song, Mona and me." And uh, I was like, oh, "I'll see you at a game. I'll give you a scarf or something." He was like, "Wee oui, wee, oui. Quinell." I was like, "Cool, cool." What? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> He's like Donald Trump, 2020, Quinell, Stephen Miller, <laughs> like Matthew. I don't even know you. Um, but, you know, we never we never met in real life. So if, if he's gone, it's like he came and he was gone. And he, he's one of the, you know, driving forces early on in the MLS days, you know, that I really was excited about. So I'll be sad to see him go. Not as a player, though, because he's totally washed this year and it was really hard to watch him. But uh, yeah, I, don't know. I just <clears throat> sorry the the USL guys, even though. That didn't last that long. You still felt way more of an attachment. I don't know if it's because they were winning or what, but uh We saw him in person. <laughs> yeah, that's I can't, I can't hurt that can't hurt. Uh yeah, no one who I'm really gonna cry any tears over. Uh Nick, the Kendall era. Is there I was just to say who is there anyone to answer Zach's question, is there anyone you who's Apparently, a lot of people are going to be gone on Monday. Is there anyone who you would be sad about seeing go for any reason, personal or professional? I think Frankie would be. That'd kind of suck um, just because this was his first team. And um, I don't know. I think out of anybody, you know, there's a bond between him and a lot of the fans. Um, Alan Cruz, I think, just wasn't surrounded by a lot of the right people. And uh, I think he could have performed better with a better group around him. So. That would kind of suck. I don't foresee him leaving, but, um, you know, that one would kind of sting. But in terms of Kendall, um, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like his strengths were really wonderful in the back. Heading balls out, they were crossed. Um, just a dominant force. But but his lapses sometimes were just so devastating. I mean, I missed any time that we can think of in, in this past season where he made a mistake, like a goal was almost conceded. At least that's my impression. So... I don't know. I, like, I, I'm, I'm really with Zach on this because there's nobody on this team. Like, I remember when Kenny Walker was let go. I mean, I was like, damn, that sucks. Because I, I like Kenny, I get it. I understand he's not fast enough, whatever. But I was, like, bummed. And, and some of the other guys as well, even, like, uh, Ledesma. But with this crew, I'm just, you know, okay, great. Let's get somebody in that can perform because they're underperforming. Uh, I mean... I will openly weep if Stanko's gone, but that was, I don't think we need even to say that. Also, Stanko, 
I don't think he's long for this team. He didn't get much <laughs> shine in the last 12 games or so. He kind of disappeared. He wasn't even on the bench for most of these games. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think Frankie's going anywhere. I think it's, if he goes anywhere, we'll, like, loan him somewhere. But, I mean, he has he done much? If I guess people like these advanced tackling stats, so maybe some team in Europe will be into that. But the eye test, I'm not like, whoa, these teams are going to be all after Frankie Amaya. So... I don't know. Yeah, Cruz, he'll probably, I'm sure the next place we see him if he's gone, which I don't know that he is, uh, he'll be better because I just expect that's what will happen. This is funny, and Zach, you'll enjoy this because you're so mean about uh, our co-host, Kevin Wallace, but he bet Max uh, Szechuan chili dinner that uh, Kendall Waston and um, Alan Cruz would never have a single another cap for Costa Rica. And it was like three days later, Kendall Austin got called up. <laughs> I was like, and it was, I was like, cause I was like, they're at least going to give him one more bullshit cap. as like a thank you. Cause he's one of their most important players. So, but uh, that was just hilarious that he didn't even get any time. He was immediately called up. So uh, that was fun for me. Um, but yeah, the game today I was in and out of, I was suffering from migraines. So it was the perfect time to watch FCC. Um, how about that weather, Zach? Woo! Oh my, what mm. a fucking monsoon out there. Joe Jow can't believe they were even playing. You can't believe it. What do you, Nick, what about you? Uh, what do you feel about playing in adverse weather conditions when you're really young? It's fun. The ball gets stuck in a puddle. There's 10 kids around it kicking like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you get a little older, it's probably a little more annoying because when you actually learn how to pass, but, uh, what do you think about that shit out there? Huh? Tropical storm. Well, I personally loved playing in the rain um, because there's a lot of advantages I think strikers have the ball slicking into the goal Um, it's just a lot of fun like it just seems like it it raises the atmosphere for some reason Um, but yeah I didn't watch the first half because I was looking for headlines and I came across (laughs) this headline from the Miami Herald rainy conditions have FCC faithful blasting seminal Bon Jovi album slippery when wet as goal scoring hopes are living on a prayer (laughs) Fantastic! Uh, you think I'm going to have I'm going to have the best headlines tonight? I guarantee because you. the fact that no one else will be submitting. That's true. I you think that the weather? I was like, oh, the weather's going to be like the great equalizer in this game because both teams won't be able to do anything. And uh, eh, no, not really. <laughs> There's two two uh, quick in succession goals for uh, Miami. Um, not, not both directly on free kicks, but one was like right after a corner that a sweet strike. Nick, did you hear the Ray Hudson call I, of the goal? Yeah, I did. I, I watched the highlights and, uh, yeah, the, the, the first goal by Ambrose, I mean, that was a, it was a great shot. Um, but yeah, the other goal that the little <clears throat> flick into the corner, man, just when it rains, it pours on FCC, doesn't it? No pun intended. <laughs> um, yeah, Tommy saw it live. He's like, "Oh, and that's a oh, and then, oh, that's a goal from somebody." And Ray Hudson's like, ah! <laughs> "Like, I know it's his team, but it was like, fuck." But I will say, which I did like, and Kevin McCloskey would have never done when Joe Jow scored his goal in the second half. It was like mm-hmm. mid goal, and you heard Omar like, "Ah!" And I was like, "Yeah." Fuck yeah, Omar. <laughs> yeah, he like, knew. He knew right away. I mean, right when that ball came off his foot, I mean, he, he could tell with the bend on it. Like, you know, it's just like we've talked about before. There's people that have played and watched soccer, like, tend to, will notice that versus Tommy, who's just like, 
waiting for the ball to, to basically roll out of the goal after hitting the net before he, you know, calls it. But, you know, it was a big moment and uh, came across this headline mm. about it um, from Trump Lost Weekly. Um, <laughs> it's called Rigged Erection. Tantalizing jowl banger leaves FCC fans feeling guilty for last place stiffy. <laughs> Rigged <laughs> erection. No, I think stiffy. It's not a word you hear as much as you'd like to. <laughs> last place stiffy. <laughs> We're in last place. Oh, for sure. Shouldn't be and getting shouldn't be getting boners, guys. I think our points per game is actually worse than last season too, which is hilarious um but yeah after the second goal i was watching oceans 11 on uh netflix and i turned it off to watch the game so i put the game on my phone and i put oceans 11 back on the tv and and, uh mayor was like it's probably not good for your head to be watching two things at once i was like i'm not (laughs) don't worry about it (laughs) i'm really not uh but zach the new guy was out there and um i actually missed (laughs) i missed joe jow's goal as well because I was talking to my son. Why are you? Why are you speaking like that? I just don't understand. And then I heard him. I heard Omar. I'm like, damn it, Eli! You and this fucking lisp made me miss a goal. And he was like, that's sweet. He's like, Daddy, I want to watch a game. And you're like, what game? He's like, Vicky Cristina Barcelona. <laughs> like, oh fuck! <laughs> no. Have you seen? Uh, have you seen? <laughs> You see the career enthusiasm where uh, everyone's doing that. Uh, Barcelona. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he like burns his tongue or something and can't stop talking like that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, even if they do pronounce it like that, they sound stupid. <laughs> if you live in Barcelona, it's time to drop the lisp. <laughs> Not a good look. Um, did you see anything from a new guy? I, th- I thought he was going to look a little more athletic out there, Franco Kovacevic, but uh, he had one drive to the uh, towards the goal right down the middle in the first half where it looked like he clearly got fouled and they didn't call it. So, oh my god, that was that's crazy, frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, you were talking, you were excited to see our boy Guido back there. It's you, we've mentioned that you know it's kind of old hat to make fun of Guido, but uh, he, was, he was playing. Yeah, some of the greatest he's had hits multiple tonight. games where he went unnoticed <clears throat> since uh, that one disaster, but I really. He got under my skin tonight. Um, yeah, the Hag- I saw <laughs> the highlight. Of, saw the highlight of Haglin getting pulled down by the jersey. I mean, to me, that looked like a PK. If you guys remember that, I do. And uh, he just grinned about it. <laughs> so he's like, "Guys, the rain. I don't know." That's <laughs> his whole excuse. Um, and then Franco, towards the end of the game, like the very end, because I missed most of the second half, he had a, a nice move by the sideline and put in a pretty good cross. Um, and I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Uh, Nick, do you see anything out there from uh, Franco Kovacevic that you're like, sure, you can be on the team next year. I'll allow it. Yeah, that, that movie you are just talking about was kind of the highlight for me, for him, um, because he did dust that guy down the flank and, and serve a good ball in. He had a couple balls. He was, uh, you know, pressing towards goal, taking people 1v1. Mm-hmm. He was getting fouled quite a bit. But I don't know. You never know how much of it's, like, new guy, first game, you know, adrenaline, and if he's going to fall into place. I don't know. I mean, at this point, you know, there wasn't enough for me to think, like, oh, we got to bring this dude back. But, you know, I've only watched one game with him, so. Like, after five minutes of Barry, always, like, he's the best player we've ever had. Never will. <laughs> after the next <laughs> game, he didn't do much. I was like, yeah, no. Who knows? Um, but it ended 2-1. 
Uh, I did enjoy Omar again because he said FC a lot, and that will always be fun. And I imagine just like Kevin McCloskey at home quarantining, just being like, Ugh. Ugh. Um, honestly, it should be Kevin and Omar. Just a really bizarre partnership in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Omar is a lot like me in that like he'll start a sentence and pause, not really sure how to finish it. <laughs> um, he does he'll, that a lot. He'll say the same thing twice. Um, yeah. And or he'll even say like, and the you know, the keeper came out and he was really trying to uh clear the ball. <laughs> the most obvious things, and um he'll get stuck on it. It's like I feel your pain. Um but yeah, let him and Kevin do it. I'd much rather have that. He was, I just cannot stand Tommy's delivery. Sometimes it's like he doesn't want to like, like his mouth isn't moving. He's a, he sounds like a ventriloquist <laughs> to me. And they're moving the ball. A ventriloquist with like, the dummy. Like his teeth, his teeth are touching. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was picturing the puppet the whole time. It's like, how does the puppet sound? Well, I guess they sound like the ventriloquist because <laughs> it's the same person. <laughs> Wait, does he sound like the dummy or does he sound like the person doing the dummy's voice? Sorry. Uh, a real Jeff Dunham out there. That's what you're trying to say. Exactly. I remember a guy who I like I thought was like I mean he was weirdo, but I, he was a, a ramp leader at the airport who I thought was you know, I thought he was kinda down. And then someone on the TV, it was a Comedy Central, it was a Jeff Dunham special, and he was doing every single word of every joke. The punchlines, the setup, the puppet, and like just him saying it. And I was like, you're a fucking loser, bro. Jesus. He knew it had like an hour special. He's like, oh, here comes who's like the dead terrorist puppet he has. It's like, you know, it. I can't even believe Like it already sounds ridiculous. I'm saying it. he's like, you know, Ahmed, the dead, the dead terrorist, uh, his other puppet who comes out. And he's like, oh, here comes Ahmed. This part's great. And I'm like, no, man, no, <laughs> no, it's not. What are you doing? Uh, that guy's so he cool. knew the whole special, like he, he word recited word. everything, and he did them all at the same time because that's really cool too. I saw uh, Jerry Seinfeld at like Taft Theater, and there was a guy behind me who was like doing all the jokes. I was like, "Who's this fun for? Is this fun for you? <laughs> this isn't like Rocky Horror Picture Show, man." He was on a first. He was on a first date trying to impress her. <laughs> oh, I know this, babe. I know this one. Did Jerry steal those jokes from you, babe? Those are great. Um, yeah, the game. I had a uh, first oh, date one time, and we watched we watched Friends at her house. And uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought it would be funny <laughs> to uh, <clears throat> mansplain Friends the whole way through. <laughs> like, ah, that's Joey. He loves he he loves sandwiches. I don't know if you know. And then like Chandler. I mean, Chandler's kind of like the, he'd make a joke like, Chandler's always the funny guy. Uh, you just got to get used to it. And then, like, How'd that I'm work Just out? like getting side-eyed. I'm sure she's texting her friends like, I think he thinks this is funny. <laughs> I also showed up with my own Taco Bell. <laughs> I picked up on the way. <laughs> Sounds like a home run date. I, I I got I got yelled at on a first date at the Iron and Wine show, um, because my date was drunk and we were she was talking to me, and the people in front of us turned around and said, "Can you guys stop fucking talking?" <laughs> and, I, and it's like one of those moments where like I kind of knew it was it was coming. I was like trying to like put hints out there like yeah you know don't a little loud and uh, 
And then then it hit, and it's like one of those like you just like your body's paralyzed of like humiliation. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like nothing I could say, so I just you know this is like shut the fuck up. I didn't say that. <laughs> I was Which, that, like stand uh, up for me. But Nick. it's like but it's like but it's like the worst show to like be fucking talking loud. The fucking Iron and Wine show. Yeah. Well, it's probably a bad first date. You can't talk. You know. That's yeah, good for Nick. True. No foot in his mouth. Am I right, guys? I do. I do all my talking with my hands. <laughs> Like my friends got a hot You're tub. talking underwater. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was on one at the uh, Esquire watching Blair Witch Project. I think I've told this on the podcast. And, uh, her fucking cell phone rang in the middle of Blair Witch Project, and she answered it. <laughs> I could have died. Damn! Right there. That was before woods. you know Blair Witch Project. Not everyone had cell phones back then. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you say hello? I'm like. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Is this part of the movie? <laughs> it's interactive. Uh, wow. Oh uh, yeah, no, Monica. She is a clean freak, but you kind of get used to it. It's <laughs> it's endearing, really. I don't. If you ever, you know, when they the first Phoebe's act. a very free spirit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she just really projects herself out there. Guitar, everything. You'll you'll warm up to her. If you watch, yeah. But and then what you start to learn is that she's actually like pretty rough and tumble. She lived on the streets, um, and this girl is just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I've seen the show before. I was gonna say if you watch the first episode again, it's like outrageous how hard they tried to hit those notes, like to set up like, okay, this is each character, and like literally, it's like Phoebe's the first scene with Phoebe. She's like doing something with her hands and uh ross is like stop cleaning my chakras stop cleaning my chakras <laughs> it's like joey walks in like just had sex with a woman or you know basically <laughs> like they just set up the whole thing so perfectly and uh man they never really deviated did they um but the- i think my biggest laugh on friends ever is still like joey we made your favorite food sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's good. I don't have a go-to favorite friends laugh, but I enjoy <laughs> I do enjoy the show. <laughs> Sorry, I don't I don't have any first date memories. I just, you know, it was just like a revolving door in my place, you know what I'm saying, guys? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the only real date I remember was uh dating Zach's girlfriend. The brother breaker? No, what's her name? Uh, the or the girl you went out with for a while. Kirby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went to a movie. That's right. Yeah, that's like the most date I've ever done since high school. And I was, uh, I kept <laughs> talking about this other girl's boobs the whole time. That's how involved <laughs> I was. I was like, no, you don't understand. They made this sound. <laughs> Like as they were revealed, it went like, it's like, okay. Then I remember John saying like, uh, well, she said, you know, if you ask her out, she'd go again. I was like, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) Did I tell you what happened on that? Or she probably did. We went back to her house. Oh yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah. We went back to her house. This is when I had the blue Jay, the Oldsmobile and her parents were home with friends of theirs and they were hot. They were naked in their hot tub. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I left her house, which was somewhere 
deep in northern Kentucky and my car ran out of gas <laughs> in the middle of the night. And like I was pu- trying to pull it, push it up this curb, you know, and even a curb just by yourself in neutral, it was impossible when a cop pulled over. And um, he drove me to a gas station, but he was like, well, what do you do? I was like, I'm in a band. It was still cross time. <laughs> and I've told you this before, Zach. He's like, oh, what's the name of your band? And I was like, ah, eh, you wouldn't have heard of it. I was like, oh, no, I know. Just try me. I was like, nah, you you wouldn't know it if I told you. He's like, ah, just tell me the name. I was like, I'd rather not. <laughs> and I never did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I didn't want to tell him. It wasn't like a secret. I was just like, eh. I don't know. I was yeah, embarrassed. It's awkward. Awkward as hell. And then he, yeah, he drove me to the gas station. I was like, should I sit in the back? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, after that. Uh, what were you going to say, Zach? Well, after I came in to pick up the pieces of Kirby's life, um, <laughs> which you destroyed. Um, For that one date. I would go to that house. and <laughs> Her parents didn't know what to do with me because I was vegan. Um, so they would just, I'd go over there for dinner and they would just chop up fruit. And I would just have a ton of fucking cantaloupe and uh, <laughs> watermelon. Um, it was always melons. and um, Could be worse. It could be, except I got had like explosive diarrhea <laughs> every like every time every time I stayed over there, and I would have to like find the bathroom in the basement far enough away from everyone, and just you can't eat that much fruit. It really messes you up. But every time I went there, I didn't want to be rude, and none of them ate the fruit, so I would just like be downing melon, and then it would just come like pouring out of me by the end of the night. Zach, Zach, how's your honeydew? Yeah. Well, that's good do you want to get in the hot tub like, uh, better not i was just talking with somebody about not farting in front of girls especially like when we were younger or like in high school or then a little later you you don't want to you just don't want to do it and then the moment you leave their house like you step outside it's like <laughs> <laughs> you don't even realize you were holding it that whole time you're like all right see you and the door shut just like <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, me and Kelly used to talk about that a lot, post-date farts, and you're holding them in all night, and then you're like, did they hear that from inside? <laughs> <laughs> it's always the most the most extreme. I was so unnecessarily like embarrassed. I'd be like at Megan Sales' house, and it'd be like midnight, and she'd like fall asleep. I'm like, finally. And I'd like sneak downstairs and use the bathroom downstairs. Oh, I was like, God forbid you hear me taking a... I think the only thing <laughs> that you. broke the wall with like Mare was when we were playing uh, for Savage... Not Savage Animal. Uh, Chocolate Fire. And, you know, we I'd always have to like I'd take a massive shit before every indoor game, which is without fail. I was like, well, let's see you guys later. I'm going to be destroying the bathroom. And at that point, it, it just became a routine. Couldn't hide it anymore. But I still don't rip them in front of her. I don't really? do... Yep. Yeah. I don't think I was like maybe my like fourth hangout with Mara and uh we weren't even like together yet and I was uh taking dumps at her place with the door open. It's like, yeah, let's just dive right in. I don't think I've ever farted in front of Mare. Isn't that amazing? And Max has never farted in front of his wife, so we've got that that bizarre connection. What about you, Nick? Were you a free ripper or are you a free ripper in front of the ladies? I mean you gotta you gotta you can't be that uptight. You gotta let it go at some point. It's a, it's every individual is different. There's a threshold. There's a point that you just gotta let. You just gotta go with it, man. How long you been? How long you both married now? I don't know. We've been dating for probably ten years. Yeah, you're probably about nine years over that point. So, 
I remember uh, Kristen, if you remember her, she was like, she's like, can I just fart? Like, I, can I just fart in front of you? I was like, I'll tell you what, if you open that floodgate, you don't want to. I'm going to be farting right in your face and it's going to be gross. So you might as well try to hold it in. Weird, weird that didn't work out. FCC falls 2-1 to Inter-Miami. Uh, are they still, they're still in playoff contention, aren't they? I don't know how that goes. They're in. Are they actually in? I thought like two other teams had to lose or something. Why all over Twitter? It's like history has been made. Oh God, they are. That's so Man. fucking stupid. <laughs> That's amazing. Nashville and the and Inter Miami both into oh the playoffs. We won two. That's games. a fucking twist of a knife right there. We won two games. But you know, with that news, uh, I came across this post game headline, please, from the uh, Idaho. I don't know, and. Um, it's Grant Waltip cues FCC to preemptively write season apologies for next two years. <laughs> I get it. So um, I have a fake Grant Wall account, and I went in the other day to log in, and um, Twitter had blocked me. It said, uh, your account has been flagged. I don't know. I showed you guys. So I had a fake Grant Wall and then I tried to make it where, like, I wasn't, I, I put, like, parody in parentheses at the end, and I photoshopped his giant earbuds into his profile picture. But, you know, I was still trying to pretend to be Grant Wall, who's his own walking parody. But, uh, yeah, Grant Wall, the real one, tweeted out, like, a screenshot, and he was like, this isn't me, by the way. And I was like, at Twitter. I was like, you fucking narc. Like, I wasn't saying anything bad. I was just, you're just such a dork. And um, did you see when all that stuff went down with the Barstool soccer podcast and him Marshall had a soccer podcast it's like i forget what it's called but yeah they have a soccer podcast and so i know um, like dave portnoy he like hates soccer doesn't he it's probably yeah i'm no like big <laughs> barstool fan and and i probably wouldn't like this podcast but he had like this whole thing about he made a fake a photoshop of grant wall where like he switched <laughs> he like switched around it was like a picture of him and his wife but like he switched their heads around or something and it made Grant look funny. And he was like, he tweeted about it. He was like, now they're photoshopping pictures of my wife who has been busy helping with the pandemic. It was like something months like, Grant, you fucking twerp, man. It is not that big a deal. And uh, he's just such a dork. But so and then I was like, oh, fuck, I'm locked out of my fake Grant Wall Twitter account that I don't really use that much forever. <laughs> and then it was like ways to get back in. It was like, change your name. I was like, oh, okay. So I just changed the L in Grant Wall to a capital I. So it still looks like Grant Wall. I was like, <laughs> and I was back in. <laughs> but Grant has me blocked, so I'm just like replying to a MLS post or something. You'll, you'll never get me down, Grant. Never, ever, ever. Um, let's see what my last tweet was. But uh, that was the last game of the season, Zach. I don't know about you, but I'm just very, very happy that the season's finally over. How about you? Yeah, for sure. It was fucking miserable. And, uh, you know, I'm ready to be on top of the action. Um, well, I found my tweet. It was UEFA Champions League. It was like some European city. It said, this city is home to which Champions League club? And I replied, ah, my sweet New York, New York. <laughs> <laughs> and then something about NBC Sports about Peacock. I said, Peacock, huh? Soviet Russia part two. So I like to stay on the on that tip. <laughs> I sent you he re replied to me instantly when uh 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Maradona's brain surgery went well. I was like, sorry, Grant. Well, only send just yet. He was like, I am pleased with that. <laughs> surgery was successful. Okay, okay. Robot Grant. Um, Nick, how about you? This season, um, you'd, you'd have to say less enjoyable than last season since we uh, were just as bad and didn't get to have any fun moments in person, huh? Yeah, I mean, this this season was just utterly forgettable. Uh, I mean, after the first season, every, I think we all kind of bought the, well, you know, they didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare. Um, it's our first inaugural season, you know, blah, blah, blah. But after two seasons of being record-settingly shitty, um, I think at this point, I mean, it's just got to be glaringly obviously that some people have to go. I mean, not players, fucking people in the club have to fucking be outed because this is just fucking horrendous. I mean, didn't we just set the record again for like lowest amount of goals? I mean, it's fucking pitiful. It must have been goals per game because they can't. You'd have to extrapolate it because this was a shortened true season. So, but it was that bad. I'm not like, hey, actually, if you think about it, <laughs> no, no, it was just, it was just as like bad. If, if, if we had 15 more games, you know that we're we're scoring like five goals total in like 15 games, if that. It's like there were games last year that were worse than any games this year, but. Our best was better last year, which is uh, upsetting. But, yeah, so you'd like to think there's nowhere to go but up. And, um, well, this year proved that's not necessarily true. But <laughs> let's hope that's true for the coming season and that we get to actually go to games in the stadium. Uh, what's his face? Uh, you ain't lying. They said Monday they're dropping the hammer on all, most of these guys. So we'll see who uh, we'll see who's uh, dead as far as FCC is concerned. And uh, like we we tried to find ones we'd be sad about, and we couldn't really do it. So you know, good. We clean them all out, and then if we suck next year, Gerard uh, will be. I know he probably has eight more windows after that, but uh, I'll have no excuses <laughs> at that point. But uh, yeah, I just I hope to get the the passion back because yeah, this was a real slog. And the end of last season, the season finale last year, must have been the same way where we're just like trundling along, trying to get through these last few episodes just for the the will of the people out there and uh they've done it to us again but at least you know we had a little bright spot and then uh trump i don't know hopefully has a heart attack in this next week and just really wraps things up in a tight little bow or something uh i don't know we talked about it all you know politics i was just thinking about uh, uh my first time when i went over i went over to tanya's <laughs> for the first time <laughs> i um i didn't hold it in i used the restroom and uh, I went home that night. I didn't stay over. A gentleman. And uh, I got a call from Tanya, her roommate Jessica, and a handful of other people all on speakerphone laughing at me because it didn't all flush down. <laughs> I left a fucking nugget in her toilet bowl. Like, Why did they call you about that? <laughs> to make fun of me. Uh, you laugh at me. I remember our our pipes froze on uh, Jergens when um, Lauren was living there, and she tried to flush it and it didn't work. And like I guess she doesn't know how to work a plunger. I don't know, but like she came and told me about it, and uh, I must she must have really had to suck up a lot there because 
you know, she still had shit in the toilet. <laughs> I can't imagine she was stoked to reveal <laughs> her prize. Um, but little did she know, I almost forgot <laughs> what she'd say. There's always, what do we call them, remnants or L's? <laughs> we always called them remnants every time she went. There was like, yeah, her little brown pop rocks left over of whatever <laughs> she had done before. <laughs> like, what is happening with her shits? Yeah, every time, like, over. why do these pieces not go down? And then we just started, we, we used to call them remnants, then we started calling them Lauren's. <laughs> because residual. Yeah. <laughs> and it turned into like oh, i gotta take a lauren yeah i uh i don't like i used to not there was a few times where like i just didn't want to be around her and i knew she was like out there or something and i didn't want to use the the bathroom is literally like the wall to the bathroom is the other wall of my room and i would pee in a jug <laughs> i know zach did too but you had to walk through my your room's upstairs you had to walk through my room to get to the bathroom which is hilarious setup thinking like you'd never do that now you'd be like okay yeah yeah i'll just have to walk through your room to get anywhere that's fine um i mean obviously not now but uh yeah just worse for you than it was for me yeah i guess but i don't remember ever actually being an issue but i uh yeah i remember more than twice filling a jug with my piss and i'm literally could touch (laughs) i could still be in my room and reach out the door and touch the inside of the bathroom (laughs) it's like if that's not the height of laziness i'm not sure um (laughs) well i would (laughs) remember when i lived with cassie she would get upset because my room was in the attic and she'd see me go up with like three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because i didn't want to come back downstairs (laughs) she's like you know you can hang out with me like no, no, no. I'm, I'm, gonna set, I'm gonna settle in for the next ten hours. So. <laughs> Wake up! Oh, I got breakfast and lunch ready to go. <laughs> like your uh, translucent bean burritos. <laughs> they just get better with time. Uh, Nick, <laughs> you top any of that? An aged Taco Bell bean burrito is actually pretty good. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what other food I don't mind when it's older. Mm, come back next week for that. Um, I remember eating uh, frozen pizzas on tour. Pizza. I would just let I'd let them thaw. In the van. <laughs> it's pretty gross, <laughs> especially when it's like half. I don't know. So it's still ice in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I just ate complete horseshit the entire time. It was all like. Uh, mcdoubles and uh the big the big <laughs> bell menu when that was <laughs> it was just like soft tacos with three times the meat and nacho cheese the shit yourself special and really when you're on tour it's probably when you should be eating i mean obviously it's not it's the hardest but like you should be eating the best because like you don't know what your bathroom situations are going to be so you don't want to like irregularly be feeling the way that you always end up feeling but of course it's the opposite and you're like well i'm I'm gonna diarrhea somewhere here. Remember when? Well, t- I'm, t- <laughs> dude, I'm fucked right now because I was on. Sorry, this is turning into. This is not our first shit episode, but um, <laughs> oh, I've sorry. been on. <laughs> I've been on eight forty five for like two years. Eight forty five in the morning. That's go time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now that I just switched jobs, I don't start till nine forty five, so I sleep in later, and it kind of fucks me up. And I usually don't have to go before I leave for work, but then I'm in the van all day. I've had some 
fucking miserable days uh, trying to find somewhere to go. Some places don't have public restrooms open right now because of COVID. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. That day you saw me, Jonah, in Northside. Oh, baby. <laughs> I'm having a real hard time. Need the Amazon bucket. The shit in. That's true. No. <laughs> I have my Amazon jar. <laughs> Did you guys have anyone in your band that would, like, never pull the fuck over when someone had to go to the bathroom? Well... Only three of us could I drive. Did. I had. Okay. It would have been Tony, but he did that to our friend Leusa outside of tour, and uh, she pissed all over his parents' car. So I think he, <laughs> I think he learned his lesson. <laughs> Avery peed in the car last week, and uh, what can you say? I pick you up in Northside. I'm. It's seven minutes to get home. He was like, "I gotta pee." I was like, "Can you make it home?" Because I'm like, "It's not by." I'm just like parked on the other side of the woods. He was like, "Uh, yeah, I can make it home." We get in the car. We've been driving five seconds. He's like, "I'm going." I was like, "What? <laughs> what the fuck, man?" He looked like, and the look of panic on his face, like he just saw a ghost. Like, I can't stop. I was like, "Let me find somewhere to pull over." And uh, the damage was done. So you don't want to shame him after that, because I know he he didn't want to pee. <laughs> But it was like, bro, man, if you got to pee that bad, you should just tell me. That'd be helpful. Uh, but you remember we played in Albany and Tony had gone, he'd taken a shit and I guess he had some uh, dingleberries, what you'd call them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so he played the show with shit in his pants and I think it was the best performance ever. I could feel that passion. Uh, all right. Nick, any anything you want to add to this uh, scatological series season finale before we head on off into the sunset? Oh boy, I, I just think we just need to stop talking about the season in general because mm. you know, in, in theme with what we're talking about, it's just an absolute shit show, man. I mean, same like you said, though there were there were times there were times when we we where we were playing well, we were connecting, but for the most part, it's pretty unwatchable i mean just a fucking disaster good riddance yeah i don't think i'll be doing a klr the autopsy part part two this season that's for sure because there was no no admin you know before it was like up and down and pretty much down but this year it's just like (laughs) right across the board and uh yeah it's not deserving of much introspection so uh a well-deserved break and uh Look forward to it. What about you, Zach? Final thoughts on the season. Sum it up. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> I don't I don't know how. I I mean it was a throwaway in my head the whole time anyway. But uh if we would have done well, I would have changed my tune. I'm going to uh pretend it never happened. Pretend what never happened. Exactly. Exactly. Um yeah, so there it is. Twenty twenty. <laughs> Happy to leave it in the the rear view mirror. Um, just uh, just shitty all around. It was a shitty <laughs> turned into a shitty year. Shitty team, and uh, I'm not gonna miss talking about this particular bad team. But for all you guys who uh, the real the real fans, not the fucking uh, steely dams out there, right, Nick? Uh, <laughs> Steven, one, what was Steven Money? Yeah, you know, the ones Kim McCarthy. Sorry tell, Steven for, to, tell Steven to go ahead and meet up with Eddie. Smoked. 
Uh, for all all you Democrats who listened, <laughs> nobody else apparently. Uh, thanks for listening. You know, I really gave it my all to be here every Monday, in spite of the lack of joy around us. So I did it for you. I did it. Stephen, all I'm you. kidding. Don't 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 do that. He doesn't listen. Okay. Or does he? He can't quit us either. Uh, Ray Hudson on the call equals absolute gold. Yeah, of course it does. Fuck. Uh, all right. Well, I just remembered that I'm going to be playing uh, God Bless America over this entire hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm sure that won't be annoying for anybody. Uh, what should I play us out with? What should the mood be? Should it be somber or should it be joyful to reflect my renewed optimism at the world and this team now that the season's over? What should the mood be? I mean, I posted a song when Pennsylvania was called. I posted a song on Facebook. It's a, a group that Dr. Frank and the drummer from Mr. T were in called the Bombasettes. And the song is called All She Wrote. And it's a, it's a fucking banger. And if it's the mood, you probably won't use it, but you could. No. I like where your head's at. <laughs> You gave it a real, you gave it a real go. I, I was trying to sell that, man, but I was thinking maybe a Burning Bison song or something. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, Zach, final words, last chance to say what's Gutman? Yeah, Amelia, what's good? Amelia was down for the cause. That would that would have hurt if she was a secret mega sultan. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, we didn't know you at all. Jesus. I mean, she'll never allow me to meet her ever i'm positive but uh that would have really broken my heart <laughs> did you see i had totally forgotten i did that she re- she replied to some tweet and it was said it was like meeting knifey lion radio the first time and he said say something i want to hear what your voice sounds like <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh yeah i did say that <laughs> it's, so weird. A, it's a tough position to be in like what do you say when someone's like say something you're like uh I want to uh, hear your voice. What? You'd be like, like, how would you do your normal voice? You wouldn't, you'd be like, I, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> what a terrible way to introduce yourself. <laughs> it's a real power move. Speak. Let me judge your voice. Speak now. Let me hear your voice. Remember getting in the back. You remember, uh, Jonah, you remember Neil? Yeah, of course. Um, getting in the back of his car and he had picked up one of his friends who was like, some traveling like punk girl and she gets in the back next to me he's like zach this is so and so i was like hey what's up and she's like so what's your story i was like excuse me <laughs> fuck you <laughs> just say hi it's like don't put me on the spot like that yeah that happened with a guy at the airport who was like uh so what's been new and i was like do you think i'm my brother he's like man i don't know who the hell you are <laughs> i was like my bad <laughs> Because I would literally have people finish conversations with Zach with me. I was like, man, come on. We don't look that similar. Like, I was like, how'd that bike ride go? I was like, I don't know. Why don't you ask Zach, not me? He's like, oh. Yeah, but this guy was just like making a really weird conversation starter. So what's been new? I'm like, how about hello? Who the fuck are you, bro? Before I tell you what's fucking new. Jesus. Yeah, I don't God. know why it really irked me. What's your story? I'm like, mind your own fucking business. You don't even know my name. Um, when I talked to Sonia for like that one day when I was acting like I was going to paint those pictures of her dogs for her, <laughs> I never yeah. did. Uh, some, I don't know why that got to this, but she sent me pictures of Neil's house in California. 
This guy's he's, this guy's really balling out. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty balling. He uh I know it's California, but it was like a one point three million dollar house or something. I don't know. Well he it. helped he created uh Headspace. Yeah. It's which is fun. like one of the most popular apps. Mm. Um Yeah. Well. Shouldn't he do something for us? <laughs> <laughs> Help a brother out. We gotta <laughs> Hey man, could you get us higher up on the Apple charts? Uh all right well good do something for us (laughs) the last time i saw neil um i'd come from sonia's house we were in oakland and she had let me wear her that agnostic front hoodie and then i stayed at neil's and i was leaving for the airport i was like ah shit can you give this back to sonia he's like i don't want that hoodie in my house i'm like dude you guys are like (laughs) best friends can you give her her hoodie back he's like no you don't want that in my house you know so now i still have it <laughs> eight eight years later and she's bummed best friends forever me and neil you need to hate hate wash that shit uh oh, i love that that band hate yeah, wash. When we're talking about hate washing oh uh, no <laughs> i'm talking about hate wash um now is the time for me to rinse in my sink hate wash See what I'm doing there, Nick? I the got Venn you, diagram of this you. podcast gets smaller and smaller every You know, moment. Jamie Jasta had a live YouTube stream election night. <laughs> oh, no. He was watching that. Where was, where's his head at? I don't know what he's... Um, he, he wanted Trump out. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I don't go <give> fuck. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, well, he got his wish. All right. Trump's dead. Long live Knifey Lion Radio. He couldn't kill us. The world may have wanted it. And so might have Kim McCarthy. But guess what, bitch? Sorry for calling you a bitch. <laughs> You're probably a really nice lady. Uh, I'm, glad our, I'm glad our grandparents are dead for all this. <laughs> Especially Corona. They missed out on some real fun of me looking through their windows. Hey! That'd have been fun. Great way to end the podcast. All right. Till next year, probably. Yeah, for sure. Don't you love when people do that? Like on uh, January 30th. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> baby. Yeah, usually they do it December 30th. I know. Which <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. My New Year's party is going to be real lame. <laughs> Where's everyone at? <laughs> I know it's like uh, every time that the the new mania, the new many, new many. How do you say it? Where Newman's, yeah, where Jerry like explains to him, um, you did book your party for the Millennium New Year. I was like, yes, like, well, the, the Millennium New Year actually doesn't start until next year, making your party one year late and thus quite lame. <laughs> oh, <laughs> every time I'd be like, yes, I'm like, I don't get it. What does he mean? <laughs> it was like too confusing for my stupid brain, but I just knew they knew him and really got out there. Uh, that'll be me, January January thirtieth. Guys, come to my New Year's, <laughs> to my New Year's <laughs> super spreader event. Reminds uh, me of uh, calling Dad one year, one month after his birthday. Like, you doing anything for your birthday? I didn't. <laughs> the big five zero. Like I'm sixty three. Uh, <laughs> God, I haven't had a super spreader event since uh, high school. <laughs> Time for a voice crack. <laughs> when, whenever when someone's parents got out of town it was always a super spreader event alright till next time till next year we'll have more shit stories 
coming your way. All right. Rise together forever. Chad, we'll catch you next time. Season season four, you'll be back. Nick, your final word of the year. For whatever reason, all I can think of is Eddie Spreader. <laughs> Eddie Spreader. Zach, <laughs> top that. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I'm also hearing this Trump voter fraud hotline is mostly getting prank calls from teenagers <laughs> and dealing with some disturbing unsolicited adult images. So if you guys want to call in the voter fraud hotline, then uh, call in the KLR hotline and tell me your story. I will not use it in a future episode, but you can do it anyways. All right. Holler at your boy. Biden forever. Zach's favorite. Zach's favorite. Good night. See ya. All right. Peace. Oh.